And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and listeners like you. This week's guest is Pastor Mark Harrison. Now here's Ramona. Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio. I am honored to be able to introduce to you from Bakersfield, Pastor Mark Harrison. He's the pastor of Cross Church here in Bakersfield. Um, Cross Church was established in 1949. He's going to talk a little bit about that and where they've come. That's so long. And then also they have Iglesia La Cruz, the Hispanic ministry. So good morning, Pastor Mark. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing fine. Awesome. And so um, I know you know, because I work there at Bethel School, where you are the principal, and I wanted to just give you the opportunity and the platform to be able to talk a little bit about you, um, what you do here in the community of Bakersfield, and your church has been around, like like we were talking before we got on the air, since 1949, but you recently changed your name a couple of years ago. But let's start out by talking a little bit about you. If someone was to just walk up to you and say, Pastor Mark, tell me your story. What do you sometimes get compelled to tell them about yourself? Yeah, well, it's um, it's pretty amazing. I was born and raised in in church before I was actually born. I was I was in church. They called me a a drug baby because uh, my mother drugged me to church <laughs> in the womb before I was ever born. And uh, as it turned out. Uh, my father, he uh, was in church leadership and uh, involved in music, and my my mother was the pianist in the in the church, and uh, so I had the the amazing opportunity to be raised in in a in a in a church that that preached the Bible, and so I first began to sense that that God was calling me into the ministry in, in my teenage years and and I actually started preaching when I was 16 years old oh wow okay yeah hey. so uh, went right into Bible college uh, out of out of high school it was the end of the Vietnam era and the the draft was never you know was not in force when I graduated high school and so I went right into uh, uh, Bible college and began training for the ministry and was it or was ordained in, in 82 and uh, uh, came here to Bakersfield to work under uh, Pastor Haynes who was my predecessor uh, I came in 1983 uh, here to work in the church and and in our school oh wow and so when you say you came to Bakersfield, where were you from originally? Yeah, my wife and I are both uh, from Oxnard. Well, she she always wants to point out she was actually born in Ventura. Okay. Uh, but we, <laughs> we, we were both uh, uh, from the Oxnard Church. And that's, that's another cool story, too, because uh, we had a school 
in our church in Oxnard. And uh, the school didn't start till I was like a junior in high school. So I didn't go to the Christian school in our church, but my wife did. Uh, and uh, we, we started dating uh, and I met her at, because she went to the school at our church. So even though I didn't go to the school, I was there a lot because uh, uh, she was there. So the Christian school really worked out well for me because that's where, uh, that's, uh, that's where I, I met my, my wife. And we've been married now over 40 years. And oh, so it, it, it worked out. Praise God. And then you came to Bakersfield. Um, did you know about Bakersfield? Have you ever been here before you came? Yes, okay. uh, uh, because the the pastor who, as I mentioned, was my predecessor, Reverend Hames, he was the pastor here for 40 years in Bakersfield, but he was my pastor in Oxnard. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, when I was when I was born and and he led my my parents to the Lord. So I knew about Pastor Hames and he was a he was a real hero of mine. And uh so the opportunity came for me to to be able to come work under him. Oh wow. And uh, and it just you know, God worked it out to where I was able, my family and I, we were able to come and serve here in the church. Mm, praise God. And Bakersfield, we're very fortunate to have you, all of you. Um, I'm I'm blessed to be able to be a part of the school ministry that you have there. And we're going to talk about that on another show. And so, you know, being a pastor here since then, you've seen a lot. You've seen a lot and, and you've witnessed a lot. And, you know, things have changed so much. Um, I know right now we're, this, this show will air after the Resurrection Sunday. But what types of things have you seen God do in, in the area where you are? Because you're over on the east side um, by, off of uh, Mount Vernon, off by California Street. Um, your ministry, you know, has had to go through a lot, even with this whole COVID thing and now coming back. And now also just having the Iglesia La Cruz. I mean, that's something that's added an added bonus, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Iglesia La Cruz has added uh, such a a powerful dimension to the ministry here of our of our church. And we are we're we're in East Bakersfield. Uh, we we try to be a light and a, a place of hope here in, in an area that is that is pretty difficult uh, and challenging at, at times. But but our church um, was was founded in 1949. Uh, we we belong uh, to uh, a denomination which is uh, Free Will Baptist, and uh, coming out of COVID um, and, dur and during COVID, we sort of did a, a major uh, transition, kind of a face facelift um, from the inside out. Uh, we decided to change the name of the church from First Free Will Baptist to, to Cross Church. And we are still, we're still Free Will Baptists. We're very involved in our denomination and we love our denomination. But we, we changed the name because we, we want to get people in the door. And it uh, not everybody could understand what, what 
Free Will Baptist means, although it's 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 wonderful. It's a it's a wonderful denomination, uh, but they they could understand the cross. Oh yes, and we we wanted to get people in the front door, and when you see our facility uh, on on our on our chapel, which for many years was the main auditorium, there is a big bright red cross right in the front of that building. And it used to be lit at night. It, we, it hasn't been uh, working in, in recent years, but so we, we had this big red cross on the front of the chapel. And then uh, of course, a steeple with a cross. And then on our, on our worship center now, uh, there's there's a giant uh, window in in the shape of of a cross, and so our our church has has always had a strong identity to the cross, and we and so we just thought, okay, Cross Church Bakersfield, uh, that's that's what we're going to go with, and and it seems to be you know it's it, sometimes changing a name doesn't really make right. a big difference. It it just seems like, and not that it would make that big of a difference we just as i mentioned we we've always been a church uh, driven by evangelism and yes, soul winning yes, yes. Uh, uh, our denomination is is driven by by soul winning and we we just we want to get the gospel to people we the the word burning that you had mentioned yes uh, I mean, the burning message that that needs to be forwarded in the in the church and and COVID, uh, those who study trends, we we were learning during COVID that 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 COVID actually pushed the church five years. It advanced the church. In other words, yes. things that 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 would have been changed five years down the road yes. were changed during COVID because it, it caused us to really evaluate and, and analyze yes. what we were doing. Were we doing things correctly? Not that, that we weren't doing things correctly at, at all. It, it's just, what could we do better? Yes. What, uh, uh, I mean, COVID and we're, we're still not over it. we, uh, I lost a dear, dear pastor friend uh, to COVID. We, our our Hispanic pastor's wife, we almost lost her yes. due, due to COVID. It 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 was no joke. It was a real deal. It, it wasn't some conspiracy or some fantasy that somebody came up with, but it was something that was very real. And we, as a church, we did shut down for a period of time. And, and also our school shut down for a period of time. And so it was a learning experience. I, I believe that we grew in our, uh, we, we grew in our experience. We grew in our knowledge. We, we had to learn to, to just uh, fellowship with the Lord, even though we weren't able yes. to gather. Yes. And so the, and, and now coming out of COVID, you know, there, there are a lot of churches that have closed and it seems like uh, in some church circles, uh, they've really gone through just a lot of challenges. I know in my own denomination, as I mentioned, we're, we're a free will Baptist church and denomination 
we've had a lot of churches close in our denomination Mm -hmm. and a lot of pastors are retiring out of the ministry and there's not a lot of not a lot of pastors coming up to uh fill the their shoes so just uh just a lot of challenges but but in all god god is faithful and god is working in our life and he's working here in our church oh absolutely and you know that that is important because the burning you know when you mentioned that um the message of evangelizing and and saving souls you know that's the the goal and you know you're right about the COVID how it just kind of people went into like whoa what is that kind of mode you know and then what do you mean we can't go to church and then it was like a, a a real test of our faith right as individuals um, and as the body of Christ in the place of houses of worship, where we go to learn and come together, you know, it's like um, I heard once, you know, we can read and we have our Bible studies. But but Sunday, those of us that come to Sunday, we're bringing everything together. And it's it's like the dessert. We finally get to come together, worship together, bring, you know, our fellowship together. And it was something that we all missed you know, we had to fight like, OK, how are we going to do this? And then came the creative part, you know, well, let's try online. Let's try social media. Let's try this. But, you know, it, it did. It forced us to do something different. Right. Uh, and I if I can just uh, throw in a couple of things for me, I I was I was very reluctant to shut down. But uh, we have several medical professionals mm-hmm. in our in our church, and they really stepped up to the plate and and really helped me a lot on you know understanding the nature of the disease mm-hmm. and you know uh, to, it's how that it now as far as gathering in church it was not not about what is going to make us comfortable but what is going to be safe yes. So we so we had to make that decision. And then, you know, we were compelled to go ministry online. And I could have never done that without the help of competent, capable people in our church who helped us with our online platform. Right. And uh, we we developed a three step process uh, based on a vision for for how to come through COVID and, and strengthening our online presence was was one of the very first steps. But then in in COVID, uh, because in I'm kind I'm pretty much old school. All of my all of my educational training for ministry in Bible college and seminary was basically uh, kind of how the older generation, you know, just basically. Yes. Uh, um, a fiery preaching message and, uh, you know, lots of, uh, passion. And, and so coming through though COVID with online and, uh, even, even podcasting and the different, uh, social platforms, I pretty much had to go back and reinvent the way that that I would be preaching and and oh by the way the length 
of your sermons yes. and you uh, we had to go all of us active pastors we we had to go back and retool and and figure out okay these these millennials and the younger generations they don't respond really well to the the, the type of of preaching that that I came up on or that I the that the that the first 35 years of my ministry that I, you know, pounding the pulpit and, and uh, pacing back and forth and getting red in the face and your veins, you know, sticking out in your neck Um, uh, that, that worked for my generation and other generations. But, but uh, now we have to realize, you know, not everyone responds to that type of preaching. Right. And, and so work on your content. Everything, and, right? The meat and, the meat of it, right? Just what right, is your main right. what is your main purpose? Right. And not a lot of, you know, you can't get up there and waste your words and right. and you need to you need to be on point even if it's, you know, if you're just going online or your podcast or live streaming or whatever the case may be. And and so we had to and uh, and it was daunting we, when we were when we were in lockdown and shutdown, we were doing uh, live streaming three days a week, uh, plus our, in addition to our services. And I believe that I worked harder during that time. And and people would ask me, well, how are you liking, you know, COVID, you know, you're not having to work and everything. And I would tell people, you know, I'm, I'm working as hard or harder oh, now and, and, and all of my colleagues in ministry. Oh, absolutely. Were, just working like for, and the teachers in our school oh yes teaching uh, was with hard. The online they were working harder than than they'd ever worked before oh yes oh yes but c- coming through it i thank god i i thank god miss ramona that uh that we still we still have a good strong vibrant church and yes. school yes. and it was as if god just he just covered us and and just better than than what we would ever deserve. It, he brought us through it. And you know, it's like we everyone in the church already had these hidden talents, but they weren't able to use them yet. So he's like, "Okay, let me show you what my daughter has. She's going to help you out there. Let me show you what my son can do." I instilled it in him. He just hasn't yet used it yet. And so it just gave everybody that opportunity to, to tap into some resources that were already entwined in the weaving and how God develops and creates us, right? So that they were able to use these gifts and talents in a mighty way to help us, to help the churches. And that's amazing. You know, we're getting close. I wanted to be able to give you a moment. What is something that's a burning message right now that you would love to be able to say to the church? Yeah, I would just like to say if if you are physically able and you've got your vaccination and you got boosted and and uh, if you're physical physically able, I, I want to encourage you to get back to gathering in person at church. Mm-hmm. And I also want to remind people that you know um, there is no such thing as a perfect church mm-hmm. they're, they're just they're just not and and so maybe maybe your pastor or leadership in the church did not handle everything the way that that you 
would have liked for things to be handled. I just want to encourage you, if God has led you to to a church, a local church, then stick with it. And just, now, if, if, if they're preaching false doctrine or if there is... You know, behavior that is improper. That's that's a totally different story. But if it's if, if if it's just a matter of well, maybe they changed the style a little bit, or maybe the pastor is dressing a little bit different now, and <laughs> and I like the old ways. I want to just encourage you. Just look at businesses today. Mm-hmm. For businesses to survive, they must keep up with with what is working and what is not working Mm -hmm. and even though the church is not a business we as a as in in church leadership we must stay relevant we must stay plugged in and if we're doing things that, that 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 maybe worked 50 years ago but are not really working now just exercise enough grace to say you know i I may not agree with everything that is happening, but I want to be a blessing. And I just want to encourage you, stay in your church and pray for your pastor and pray for your church. Praying for your pastor is huge, you know, because the pastors, they have a huge responsibility and that's accountability, you know, and I'm sure you know this very much so over all these years that you're going to answer for everything for your congregation. That's right. And and we yeah. need to lift our pastors up over that. And yes, it's, you know, a non-compromising word of God needs to be taught. And sometimes we do end up someplace where they do compromise the word. And that's unfortunate. And the Holy Spirit will kind of nudge you like, okay, maybe this isn't the right place. And ask God, you know, go to the Father and ask him, is this where you want me to be? Is this where you want me to be? And just like what you said about, you know, not every church is, churches are family, right? We all belong together. The body of Christ is huge. We have our different denominations, but we all have one thing in common. We know Christ died for our sins so that we can live eternally. He came to forgive us, right? He came to the cross. You know, the cross is such a huge message for you. And I love that you changed your name because you know how important the cross is. It's a powerful message just with the cross, right? Um, yep. Why don't you go ahead and share the address of the church? Sure. Uh, again, uh, we're Cross Church Bakersfield. You can find us online on, on all the social platforms. You have to make sure you include Bakersfield because there are other Cross Church, other churches that are named Cross Church as well, but it, we are Cross Church Bakersfield. Our physical address is 2400 East California, 93307 is where we are. Uh, we are we are just east of Mount Vernon okay. on California. And then your church service times? So we have Sunday morning English at 10 and Sunday morning uh, in Spanish at 1115 and Wednesday night, we have prayer meeting at 7. And then um, you also have ministry within your church for different age groups, correct? That's correct. Uh, we, we have groups and classes for, uh, for children, teens, and youth. Uh, we also have our, our, our women's ministry, which is woven 
is uh, is is the women's ministry and also our our Hispanic uh, our Hispanic. Uh, ministry as well. Okay. And I know you have many opportunities for someone looking for a place to serve that they could contact you because you have opportunities within for people to serve, correct? Absolutely. Okay. You can find us online at crosschurchbakersfield.com. Praise God. And you can access and and, uh, get information to us and also our, our core beliefs, our doctrine, uh, our statement of faith, everything you want to know about our church, you, you can find on our webpage. And I know that you always welcome prayer requests, whether online or by mail, right? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor Mark, for um, taking this time and just highlighting your church and a little bit about you. I know that there's many people here in Bakersfield that have had the honor of knowing you, speaking to you. Um, learning from you. I I always enjoy conversation, deep conversations, because you know so much about the word and just being able to to sit and listen to you when you teach the students. I I enjoy that part because I learn something always. I'd love it if you would close us out in prayer, if you have any last comment, and then maybe you could close us out in prayer. Sure. Just a reminder that this week, uh, of course, I know this this will be on air, in May, but uh, this week is is Holy Week. This it happens to be the Thursday before Good Friday, and just a a, a strong reminder of, of what this season is all about. How that more than anything else in the whole world, people need Jesus. Yes, Father. Yes. So let us pray. Thank you, Father. Our, our Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for an opportunity to be able to share a little bit about our our church here in Bakersfield. And I thank you for the ministry of Miss Ramona. And I pray that you would bless this ministry abundantly and bless her and and all of the work that she does. And there may be somebody listening today that really is at a point of just brokenness. Yes. And I pray that you'd help them to know that, that, that Jesus is our, is our great physician he is our healer he is our redeemer he is our he is our savior and our sustainer and i pray that you'd help them to call out upon the name of the lord i pray for our nation today i pray for churches across the land that they would shout out the good news that that jesus died on a cross so that we, we might be saved I thank you for that message that is always, always relevant. It's always needed, and it always meets the need. And so I thank you for that today. In Jesus' name, and amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener-supported. Blossoms of My Life Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her book, you can write to Ramona, Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. That's P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's I am dauntless.org. 
Her email is Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. That's Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life.